If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Games Recap. Good morning, everybody. Glad to be here. Larry Charles here, one half the team, bringing you this morning's show. Other half to my right, Mr. Brandon Pham. Yes, of course, if you're joining us live, you already know that we are live on Twitch every day, 10 a.m. PST. And uh, check out later if you do miss any part of this mm-hmm. or want to catch up to tomorrow. Uh, you can go to our youtube.com yeah. forward slash bootchamps to also check this out. Yep. The if archive. You, yes. And people have been asking, like, when are we going to get this in audio form? Well, you know, we're building up to that. If you want to check us out on any podcast, uh, go to our patreon.com, as you can see here. Yeah. And if you are listening to this on podcast, you're then welcome. We made it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're be uh, before we go into this uh, today's topic. It's going to be very singular. Um, we do want to congratulate anybody that has made it into the business. <laughs> Am I blocking myself? No, um, I think the camera was auto focusing on your glass. Yeah. So I'm going to pull it back. There we go. Shot Maybe at some footage. point we're going to switch to that camera and figure out that auto exposure <laughs> because it is annoying that it keeps cutting refocusing the two seconds but uh let's talk about today's topic larry are you ready man sure who's up to the bat who's up to the plate swinging the bat first uh trump all right so this is not (laughs) gonna be political we just said off camera let's not get political it is just funny it ain't political i know i know i don't care if you for or against trump but the tariffs itself is not right now it is kind of point pointing towards the consoles yeah Right, but it it's been something raised with anything imported from China when yeah. it comes to the technology, right? Like your iPhones or any yeah. any of that sort. A lot of the microchips or like internal components yeah. required to make some of these things that even if we make it domestically, because of that dependency, yeah, there's going to be a tax increase or there's going to be a tax on that thing getting made. Yes, and uh, I, I remember David Chappelle kind of making a joke about this, saying he's like, "Do we really need to?" Do you want to put phones together? It's like, I don't want my phone to be $2,000. Let's just yeah. keep it over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm kind of on the fence with this. I'm not exactly like completely on Sony, Microsoft, mm. and, and, and Nintendo side saying like, yeah, man, what are you guys doing? You're going to increase the, mm. the parts over here. Because in the long term, it, it is true. I do yeah. see it on the other side. It's like if everything is being made in China and imported in, mm. What are the ramifications of that? Like, no, there's no skills. It is a ter- certain type of technology and sure. skill set to understand how these things are put together. Yes, anybody mm-hmm. of that age group that would be working in those factories, how, how is your phone being made? They yeah. probably have no idea. Yeah. And to be honest, if you go ask anybody random in China, they probably don't know. But they have a better understanding because maybe their relative or someone mm-hmm. is working in those factories yeah. and, and everything. Well, the thing about me when I think about this is like... Who are you really trying to please? Who the, when you say, like, oh, I'm keeping jobs in America, it's like, all right, so 
you're going to bring, let's, let's just use the iPhone example. So you're going to bring iPhone manufacturing production internally to America domestically, right? Or yeah. you're going to, because of tariffs, force Apple. Let's, this is all hypothetical. Yes. But Apple is now forced to do that in, in country domestically. And so let's go with Dave Chappelle saying, oh, $2,000 for your iPhone. Mm-hmm. So the trade-off is we've created about 3,000 jobs, yeah. right? Yeah. To make the new iPhone internally in America and say like, oh, we've, we've you know, homegrown mm. to then make the price of the, the phone double for yeah. everyone for in America everybody. and worldwide who wants to buy it, right? So like is the 2,000 jobs worth every single person now paying an extra $1,000 who does want to buy an iPhone? That's the way that I look at that, the economics of that. And so I can clearly see why consumers would be like, hell no, especially yeah. the companies that are, you know, trying to make this consumer-based product because they know that like, okay, adding in that, levying that tax is going to make the product cost go up because obviously the corporation doesn't want to absorb the cost. Yes. They're going to put it on the people who spend the money. And therefore, now the people who spend the money are going to like, what the hell? Xbox next? Yeah. 730 bucks yeah. before I buy a game? Microsoft, I'm not paying that. Like, they'll get mad at Microsoft, yes. not get mad at the actual economical situation. Yeah. My, I come from the standpoint of um, the technological warfare, mm-hmm. right? The future of countries being strong or not, and of course, everybody's marching towards mm-hmm. world peace and everybody working together to better the human human race, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't the case right now. I mean, yeah. there is a slightly competitive edge that China has over us. Everybody, when they talk about countries, uh, it's not about who has the biggest muscle. Of course, yeah. military plays a part of that. Yeah. But it's about AI. Yeah. And whoever has a, a, a lead in AI has a, a lead in countries' um, uh, well-being in the mm-hmm. future. It's, it's AI and then space. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, well, we got Space Force. Well, you so, say Space Force. Just yeah. so you know. But China, all these other countries are landing people on the moon now, mm-hmm. and they're fastly you know, putting a lot of the resources behind that. Yeah. We have NASA, sure, but you know, they're dwindling down in terms of at least um, the tax pay money, and we're relying mostly on private organization, which is like yeah. an actual innovative way to go about it, to, uh, to have t- uh, SpaceX and, yeah. and, and Bezos' uh, company to kind of drive us forward. That's the interesting thing that I am noticing, and I'm even writing a game kind of that touches on this point, that like corporations are actually setting themselves up to be foreign policy leaders because they have resources and capital, and they're actually doing the innovations yes. that we as a society will need. Like I'm actually really happy to see SpaceX looking at space exploration, both for like consumers, but then also just for like, hey, we're going to try to provide internet or we're trying to, you know, basically link the planet core itself, the Mm -hmm. Earth, to outer space and then see what kind of opportunities exist there Uh, because NASA is not doing it as much as they used to. They can't afford it. And like, I feel the same, anything what Elon Musk does, right? Like Tesla, you know, for a long time was American engineer, obviously innovated and it kept a lot of the... uh, manufacturing within the country mm-hmm. you know and it's only recently they're starting to look at chinese yeah, they, have uh, to. they have to to kind of grow and be able to meet up demands and, and 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 do that but there is a certain pride when it comes to technologically uh advancement mm-hmm. to keep that technology within yeah the country yeah and if we're exporting all our smartphones and everything like china will have first dibs on like how they obviously making these mm-hmm. and then they give them an edge to for their own product and thrive yeah. uh within their closed economy right because yeah. everything that's over there that is 
their own technology is kind of like a copy version because they kind of keep out. They got the blueprints. You say they got all the blueprints. They yeah. keep out, all, you know, uh, basically ignoring all copyright laws. Mm-hmm. Make their own Google. Make mm-hmm. their own whatever that is succeeding here because they have a billion plus people to yeah. as cons- as a consumer market. And we only have at max probably four hundred million. Yeah. So you can see the the discrepancy there. So it's not like these consoles are coming out with like patented technology. I mean, they're basically PCs mm-hmm. in a box, yeah. right, uh, for consumer level. But I can see why this being like such a huge billion dollar industry that they're throwing tariffs on this to kind of like set the tone but educate people hey man this is a time where yes we might be paying more Mm -hmm. internally but you know the world isn't at a place where countries are working in harmony right yet and there is a certain uh advantage uh, that we have to think about when it comes to the future Mm -hmm. of the nation and stuff and um space ai anything technology driven i really do think it's it's somewhat i'm leaning more towards like i get it you know mm-hmm. why this is important so you're you're saying you understand why the tariffs you're 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 relating to why yeah well because out of the three consoles right we have xbox mm-hmm. that's the only american made console. console yeah um so I understand the tariffs being kind of kind of just pushing it away from just Chinese Chinese manufacturing, yeah. right? But like uh here I I let's switch to the article real sure, quick. Sure. Um So uh let's see here. <laughs> Graphic 2 from me, I mean, my perspective on all of this and again, I can probably do a little more research before I open my big fat mouth, but um you know, I get paid to, to do that anyway. So what I will say is it's interesting to me because I have to try to find the dividing line between just bravado politics and actual like beneficial politics. You know what I mean? Where a tariff will feel like posturing in an attempt to gain more leverage between our country and another country. Right. Like to kind yeah. of start forcing or imposing our will to to get them to then basically react or be subservient in certain ways where we will try to, I guess, we'll try to leverage this power to say like, hey, well, hey, all right, cool. You know, this is a great business. And, you know, obviously we provide a lot of your customers, gamers. Yeah. So now we're going to ruin a lot of that business opportunity because our relations are poor right now mm. and we don't ally with you very well. So here, this is what I'm going to do to impose on you, right? But there's a lot of stuff that we get, <clears throat> excuse me, that isn't being tariffed from that relationship between our two countries where we look at import and export, where our imports will, if they start doing that to us, you know what I mean? We're going to feel the burn probably faster than they'll feel the burn. Uh, like we're going to feel like... So if you just look at technologies like, oh, well, we're going to make it harder for you guys to make Xboxes. Like, all right, cool. We're going to make it harder for you guys to get rice. We're going to make it harder, you know, for you guys to get a lot of products that we're responsible for. You know what I mean? Some of the wood, some of the uh, metals. You see, uh, there's you, a lot you of see like there's a certain retaliation that you will... If it, we, we do follow suit in this regards. If I wanted to be your friend, right? Yeah. And I came to you and I was like... What's up, dude? Punched you in the chest. How excited are you about maintaining a friendship with me? You know what I mean? Um, I think that 
the developing nation of China, I don't see them slowing down. I don't. I definitely know that they have a lot of money and a lot of people who are in tech, and I see that powers or that prowess growing obviously they have a huge amount of like low-cost labor and a lot of other nations go to china to get production and sure there is like blueprint ripoff and like they're going to reproduce your stuff anyway but the amount of money that these corporations are making through those relationships is like by far it's still worth the risk from what i'm seeing because no one stopped going to china because they stopped started ripping you off they still go to china they're just upset you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, corporations have no allegiance to whatever yeah. country they're originally from. Yeah, yeah, They look at the greens. I mean, that's the only color mm-hmm. they care about. And uh, they, they just make decisions off of that. So I think it is up to the individual country and government yeah. to kind of like, hey, there is a need for competitiveness mm-hmm. between countries to kind of be able to check them. Yeah, yeah. And China right now not only is being in-source and outsourced. Uh, from the U.S., they're getting all types of business from all different countries. And so if we were to look at it as me kind of like building up your armor and, you know, the infrastructure of the U.S. economy is kind of like all the jobs are kind of disappearing mm-hmm. or either being automated or, 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 or just being outsourced, right? Yeah. Um, you follow that chart. I can see why there are actions that needs to be done mm-hmm. to kind of stop the bleeding, Right. And uh, we see it within our own game industry, yeah. you know, as a as a prop artist. That that's a job that's being in, within the environment discipline is fastly becoming outsourced yeah. as a as a, a essential part of a AAA development. And that used to be a job that environment artists will come out of school to get into, yeah. and it is a necessary part to kind of build up to to finally handle environment art. And I'm not saying that. Um, it's completely going to be disappeared. I don't think that's the case. There's always going to be a need mm-hmm. for a prop artist within a studio to at least manage the outsourcing, sure. right? Uh, but uh, compared to 10 years ago, it, where it used to be an essential part mm-hmm. to the environment-making like process, now it's just uh, only a few downsides to a few managers. And you can start seeing that within all parts. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think design will ever be outsourced, thankfully for you guys. But uh, any part that they can cut off, they will do. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we're going back to this subject about these console makers, of course, fighting and trying to like um, this way. to defend uh, their stance. Of course, you know we're talking about twenty plus years mm-hmm. working with their manufacturers, investing a lot of money in these um, uh, establishments in China to make sure that. You know everything runs smoothly. Mm. Just look at Tesla, and you know it takes a while to build that up yeah. to be able to be profitable. And and the console business itself is already like the car making business, very minimum profit in the hardware, mm. and often at a loss for like the first forty five years. Mm. And they rely mostly on servicing and everything else, right? So for it might it will they're trying to use the excuse that it's going to cripple. The consumer in terms of like spending more money but it most likely will cripple them first if they have to uh take spend as much as like twice mm. now to make one hardware to sell at a loss so, and so it's going to be a diminishing industry i think is that, what they're looking at i think again this just plays right in hand with us saying 
consoles are going to be dying very soon. You yes. know, because you look at Stadia. Yeah. Stadia kind of ignores this business model. Stadia is not even part of this they, conversation. They don't they're, even they're care. Fine. They're like, oh, well, we're handling all that. You just need to be able to access our, our yeah. network to yeah. play the game. Yeah. And I think that this even more so pushes the lever towards that kind of reality. Um, but what I will say is tariffs imposed between two countries don't change the behavior of the corporation. The corporation says, we want to find the cheapest way to make this product, right? China's been tariffed. That doesn't mean stop subsidizing by outsourcing. That means stop subsidizing by outsourcing to China. Yeah. So now they just say, oh, well, how about Vietnam? How about Indonesia? How about India? How about one of these other countries? All right, we're going to pay three more cents per iPhone. Right, now. right. That's not as bad as paying 18, 20, 50, 90, yes. 200 more dollars. And I think per the iPhone. government sees that as like obviously the next step for most corporations to mm. fight back on this. And I think they're okay with that, mm. to be honest, because they're trying to kind of like um, slow down China's sure. uh, progress in everything. Yeah. They are killing it with everything right now. And they have so much money kind of patting themselves mm. up. And all the technology is going through the siphoning through them. Yeah before hitting consumers. And so they have not just their own scientists and anybody that's working within the technology sector. Mm -hmm. They have the whole world pumping in all their resources and the best products through them. And so you can see how how powerful they are over there in China. And China is still a communist country, you guys don't realize. I mean, they still censor whenever they feel censoring. It's not like a, a great solution and are, are a model country. But in terms of generating the the resources and mm-hmm. income and in the last what 20 30 years that they've been insanely smart and in like several moves ahead yeah um and if anything china is probably the closest to operate like a corporation than anybody else mm-hmm. in my opinion yeah uh, because of how yeah it's their dictation the, the structure of works. like a communist yeah. government Seems I could say I could see the parallels between that and like obviously a CEO run corporation, board yes. of executives run corporation where mandates are created, passed down and expected to be, you know, executed and lived by. Yeah. By employees, by, you know, countrymen. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And if you look at all parts of their industry and then we're just kind of slicing it to just entertainment sure. because that's more closely related to us. If you just go outside of games, like their movie industry has yeah. ha- has become such a megalith. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've always been around ever since the Bruce Lee days, and you know, made a, a somewhat of a of a of a notice, right? Of saying like, "Hey, we're around, and yeah. we we produce great films." Yeah. But it's now like a commodity for even U.S. films to make a present where they have to include a Chinese actor. Or location to be able to want to, to be in that market, that market yeah. because that's a huge hundreds of millions of dollars of blockbuster yeah. money uh, that either equates or like you know at least pl- on the level playing field of the domestic sales yeah. of every well, movie that's being launched, and that's at- that's mostly because of them taking several steps ahead and thinking how do we compete yeah. and re. You know, really gather all those resources. I mean, it's smart, right? Because all those people in China still like to be entertained and watch movies as well, and they have enough disposable income that they can buy a movie ticket. Yeah, it's not going to hurt you to you know write in two, three characters yeah. who I hate to use the word, but kind of pander to that audience. Yeah, uh, it doesn't disrespect your art. It just means that you're trying to do something a little more be economical and yeah. be a good you know be a good business, make a good business decision. 
Um, like you look at World of Warcraft, the movie domestically, I would say it was not successful. Yeah. But China alone made oh, that man. movie worthwhile. I think exactly. three times over. Yeah. Just I mean, from the amount of people dollars, exactly yeah. that supported it in China, and that turned a lot of heads and executives in the entertainment industry are the exact same way, right? They only see green, mm-hmm. and you know they don't care. Yeah. And there is a certain danger to that because if you if you as a nation uh, don't really pay attention to much about you know having a country's competitiveness, mm-hmm. uh, and China's constantly thinking about that, how to like leverage themselves yeah. and, and be in a dominant position uh, 20, 30 years down the line. Yeah, uh, they're playing the long game. Especially, yeah, exactly. And what is the outcome of that? I mean, they're not gathering resources just to be on the tallest podium, right? They're, they're, I'm not exactly saying they're going to call a warfare or anything, but there is a certain competitiveness that we've lost, uh, I think, in the U.S. Uh, if, if when I, we're just exporting all the goods over there. If I was China and I look at how they're positioning themselves right now, how I would play my chess pieces is becoming so integral in the success of other nations' corporations worldwide means that I'm directly related to the success of those nations' people, their jobs. Like, how many people do you think Microsoft employs? How many people do you think Sony, Nintendo, any of these major technological corporations employ? Not just from, like, the native countries of Japan, Mm -hmm. you know, or or wherever else those technologies may come from, Korea, like for Samsung. There's a lot of people domestically, even in the U.S., who work for Samsung, who work for Sony, who work for Microsoft, Nintendo, all these technology companies. So when you start summing up all the hands that touch these products that go through China domestically, that's like you saying all those people are going to be without jobs or, you know, we're going to impact their lifestyle if things go bad. China knows this. So the more reliant they become for helping these other corporations do well, the less likely you're going to see other domestic nations or other nations want to attack or want to have a bad diplomacy with China. Huge so therefore, power. China then becomes a powerhouse even further, not only with manpower, but just because relationship power. Yes. That, oh man, we're, they're untouchable now. Yeah. And I think Become that that's... a monopoly. Exactly. That's the route that they're going for as a, as a superpower is to... They're going to be integral in the success of not just other nations, but the corporations as well, which employ, I mean, just immense amounts of people and... There is no politician that will stand up in front of like 400,000 people about to lose their job and say, we need to be tougher on these people so that, you know, the country benefits. And when they're like, no, because we are going to lose, we are going to be out of work. We are going to have X, Y, and Z happen to us. Mm -hmm. So I think it's pretty smart. It's like, it's Trojan horse style, you Mm -hmm. know, growth, but that's super. It worked. It worked then. It's going to work now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so that's why when I read this news and, I, well, let's, let's just read through this article sure, because sure. I think it's, it's the sentiment through this article is kind of like uh, broadened to other other news outlet that I've seen about this. So uh, if we're looking at this right now, this is from uh, com, right? It's the most referenced uh, read article about this topic. So, of course, the console makers are, are making a stance against this. They don't want to do this. And, yeah. of course, to, to make it relatable, they always say, we're going to be paying $840 million out of our own pockets. I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll, I'll just play on Stadia. Let's be real, guys. But you, that, like, that's already an example of what I was illustrating earlier is like we have the corporations now trying to levy against their own governments to try to keep – you know, yeah, I mean, China through. doesn't have to even say anything. Yeah, they don't. The corporations are in their pockets, and they have all Probably these lobbyists, basically. They have, they have there's so pieces. much power right now. Yeah. 
China. The, but China is the only one that can do this. You know I'll I mean? say this. It's a pendulum swing effect. China, because of, I don't want to call it poverty, but mm-hmm. you look at the quality of life. You look at how much money was needed to maintain at least minimum quality of life. Like societally accepted minimum quality of life in China versus America, let's say from 1970 till now. I mean, it's a skewed perspective. Yes. Right? Over here, we have higher expectations. We yeah. are on average. Paying, exactly. Yeah. Whereas in China, they're like, I could live off three, four dollars a day. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You ask somebody here to do anything for four dollars a day that isn't under the age of 10 That's years a old, line, yeah. it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so the pendulum swing is now like, okay, well, we've created all these production jobs. You know, we've got these people working in factories. We are a production powerhouse yeah. and we're paying $4 a day. Mm-hmm. Corporations like, well, over there, actually, that makes sense. $4 a day is miserable here. But over there, like we can see how it leads to a decent lifestyle. Yeah. I'm just paraphrasing here. Right, so right. pendulum swings that way. Now, other nations fall mm-hmm. because we have people who are in production who aren't employed. We have the you know, our quality of life is going to drop. Now, this will not happen over five years, 10 years, mm-hmm. but Long-term fast-forwarding, you're going to see quality of life in China rise. You're going to see their expectations and their social needs start to rise. Whereas then we potentially start to, to swim down into the like, oh, dang, I could use $4 a day in America. I don't have a house. I don't have constant food, but I have zero a day. So I'll take the four a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's what we're seeing is this part happen now. Yeah. The rise of China and the fall of everyone else who's not doing cheap production. Right. But then, you know. I don't know if I'll be alive to see this, but there comes a point in time where now China has replaced us as the like, oh, this is the great place to be. This is awesome. Look at my lifestyle. Look at yeah. all this money I make. And then we have, we're third world for sure. Yeah. And we're like, hey, no, we'll do it. Like, just pay us four bucks a day. We're down. Pay us four yen a day. We're down. We're in pay China's pocket in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, like we, the, the, um. Again, it's Japanese. What's the. Which one? I just said a racist joke. I was trying to say like, what's the. China, what's, I don't remember what their... The yen? Um, no, that, isn't that Japanese? Yen is Japanese? I think they do yen. China does yen as well? I thought Japan does yen. Yeah, I think all the Asians do yen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at this up. Oh, man. This I'll, is, I'll well, I, it's not you. racist. It's ignorance. I, I didn't actually Chinese, know the name um, of the currency. Currency. But anyway, so now we will be looking at taking the, the Chinese currency. Yuan. Yuan. There you go. Thank you. You're right. 15 cents. I did win. United States dollar. So one one is fifteen cents of United States yeah. dollar. Check that fact. In Check ten that years. Fact. Ten years. Just well, right now we're in their pockets, as yeah. in all the um, wait, wait, not a loan. What's the un- treasury? Um, oh, the deficit. Debt. The deficit is yeah. mostly bought by China. Yeah. So we owe China money. If we're talking. Uh, about ourselves as a nation, yeah. We, and not only that, all, all the profits and everything that's being made, we're paying China. Yep. Like all the money goes through China, and yep. this is just one country. Yeah. Imagine the whole world, right? Yeah. So it's not only the 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 work that's going through them, but it's also the the monetary the, value of ev- everything is going through China. Tariffs is a short sighted view of trying to attack that problem. The real problem is just competitive. We're not competitive. We're not competitive. So it's like you go to your son's basketball game and they say, hey, Brandon, your son Bruce on the Blue Dragons, you guys are so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, So every time you all score a point, we're only going to make it worth one-fourth of a point. Right. Whenever they score a point, it's going to be worth one point. Yeah. That's the new rule. Yeah. Like, what? we're both playing basketball. We both have the same amount of people, the same positions. My kids aren't older than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, but look, just it's just not fair. Yeah. 
that's that's like the tariff approach. That's yeah. what's happening here. And it's like yeah. instead, like train harder, be better. Then you can beat them. We can beat China if we can outproduce them for cheaper. If we can't be cheaper, can we be faster? Yeah. If we can't be faster, can we be higher quality, significantly right. higher quality? Right. That's the triangle. And yes. instead of attacking the other two things that we feel like we don't have control over, we're just trying to tax their points. Yes. And I wonder if there are studies out there. I'll look something up while you talk. Sure. <laughs> but if there are studies out there where, of course, if these people are in the assembly line, it's not like they're getting... Mm. Not everyone is Einstein is able... Everyone's kind of like working on a station and yeah. in a small part of the process, yeah. right? But I can't help but think, but being around that, having relatives, friends kind of work in those factories, I, I know it's horrible life because you're sure. making four dollars a day, but still being inspired mm-hmm. by being around that will help kind of push the youth towards more in that direction, mm-hmm. become manager of those factories or like it, it, to me, it seems like a clear um, path because of them being relatively close to that industry mm. where over here where no one is really touching technology yeah. yep. uh, unless we have like a very uh, specific interest through our other means. All of our blue collar stuff is, is based on hundreds of year old business models, yeah. or not business models, business markets. Yeah. Right. Coal, steel, yeah. iron, like metals, alloys and things like, like raw that. materials, raw stuff. materials, We've been doing that for hundreds of years. Yeah. The development and exporting of like technological, you know, components, we're looking at maybe the last 30, 40 years kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's why I feel like we're being out we're definitely not in a position right now to compete with them because when you talk about blue collar work, you have steel workers, you have coal workers, you have all these people in industries that just in general, the world is starting to use less. Maybe not so much the construction stuff. I think raw construction materials is always going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. So those blue-collar jobs are protected here. But like old coal, like when Trump was on that whole, like, oh, I'm going to save the jobs for the coal workers. Coal is clean coal yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Come on. China man. doesn't care about that. They're like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to keep, keep working on, on these alloys for microchips, and yeah. we're going to keep giving you guys the cheapest to produce products because we're in a consumer driven world right now. China is in prime position to just reap all the benefits. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, you got to look beyond. I'm sure there's some contractual agreements because these factories that they, uh, also are probably separate, right? It's not like the, the, the factories that is producing all these Sony consoles the next day are making Nintendo consoles, right? There's gotta be like a differentiation, at least in the contract saying yeah. you can't work for a competitor if you're going to, at least in this location. Right? Well, you know, they, I would imagine even if that was the case, they'd be like, yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, it's very Chinese. In your face. To, I like, there's gotta be a part. I'm damn sure of it. Yeah, there's yeah. a part of the government that is solely looking at all these, uh, technology companies, competitors, mm-hmm. essentially looking at their best output. Right, they have their internal scientists in their country, mm-hmm. you know, in Korea, Japan, whatever, figuring out the best way, the cheapest way to produce, and they're like, "All right, we got the blueprint. This yep. is how you do it." Yep. And they s- kind of seed it through China, and China mm-hmm. looking, "All right, so everyone has a different way of doing this. Let's gather that. Yep. Let's do it our own way. What's yep. the best way? Combine all the best efforts." Yeah. And I mean, competitors are doing this. Or they buy an Xbox, they can. Reverse engineering, yeah. but no one's doing that because it's the same box nowadays. But imagine beyond games, Nvidia, mm-hmm. AMD, 
like every technology thing is being exported to China to 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 mass manufacture, mm. but also going through a government arm to look at all the competitive uh, competitive edge that everyone has, and they're they're sourcing that into their own country, right? Yeah. And this is what we're already like fifteen twenty years too late, right? <laughs> but like this at least gives a pause to their production line. I mean, they already probably figured out a way around this mm-hmm. as of you know, right now. And they're, don't don't believe Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony are just waiting to hear a response from the government. Yeah. They really are thinking alternative ways to kind of still keep it cheap, 100%. but just not go through China, right? Games Pass. <laughs> yes, but we're okay with that because uh, as a nation, because we want to kind of stop the bleeding mm-hmm. in my mind um, because it is a very dangerous thought how we're so far removed from any of the products that's being made on how it's being made, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's not like every kid... I wonder the percentage of kids nowadays have the curiosity to actually open up a box and reverse engineer versus how it was 30 years ago. Yeah, not like it used to. There's so many other right. ways to you know, kind of get fascinated. There's so many distractions right yeah. now, right? I see a lot less interest in math sciences for entertainment value. Yeah, and 100%. versus a, a kid or an adult who's surrounded by everybody doing this. And mm-hmm. like, I wonder, I'm, I'm just going to spend the time to look at this. Well, yeah, I, yeah, you're right about that. The influence factor of proximity, yeah. especially between child parent, huge. Yeah. Right? Anybody who has a kid, especially if the relationship is good, will see the kid trying to emulate or trying to do the things that they feel like mm-hmm. are being subliminally taught to them by the parent. Mm-hmm. Even in the wild, mm-hmm. you know, like when you see cubs wrestling with each mm-hmm. other, and we brought this up before, obviously that's play, but it's also war. Mm-hmm. It's just safe simulated war that when they become full-grown lions or full-grown tigers, whatever, they use those same moves, but yeah. this time the bite is real. Yeah. This time the pawing has the claws. Yeah. You know, and so, like you said, yeah, so if the kid is seeing their father be a mechanic or being an engineer or like a, something along assembly line worker, but, you know, they know that that's what you do to pay for things and to bring money home and that's how they work their job, you might see the kid pick up interest or at least because of the exposure, mm-hmm. there's a higher chance they know about that as an opportunity and they yeah. go into it. Yeah. And uh, and the parents will also yeah. like, hey, this is the future. Yeah. This is what China is positioning themselves to. You need to learn how to do this. At least be a manager yeah. of the factory, but uh, maybe create something on your own yeah. because we're getting we're pipe being piped into all the best mm-hmm. of the best ways to do yeah. these things. Plus, with many opinions on yeah. how to do it, and now we can come up with our own way. And this is where I, I feel, yeah, I mean, taxing on these corporations mm-hmm. will definitely tax on our They're wallets, just going to put right? it on the consumer. There's no doubt about that that's, the first that's thing being passed through. But there is a certain part where you got to... This is where the capitalism, I think, within our country, um, although it has its good part to be competitive, where it gets kind of muddy because you kind of start removing yourself mm. from your allegiance to where you live. Okay. And you kind of, I think, think less of being a group than an individual right and there's pros and cons to both sides of course but this is where i think if everybody uh over in china is kind of thinking 20 steps ahead and how to be a powerhouse you know at some point we're going to be allegiance to china in whatever they decide and 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 everything that we do job wise 
Well, and reliability is, uh, you know, it's the same way we work in an outsourcing studio, right? Sure. I'm not, I'm not hating anybody that works in an outsourcing studio, but everybody's preference is to work at the main first party mm-hmm. studios when you work in the game industry or any industry, right? Yeah. I imagine myself being in the reverse role all the time where I'm getting creative decisions from a outsource studio, from a studio, a primary studio. Told to you. And then I have this little room to be creative, but not really. Mm. And I'm just doing the work like an assembly line. I mean, that is a very realistic scenario for us. Pendulum 20 years shift. down line for all Pendulum this. Shifts. One day, you know, it'd be cheaper to make things here. Yeah. And, and do you want to have that? Well, Here's here's the possibility. Here's the thought that I think about when I think about how these foreign politics play out. And again, I like to time scale. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about myself living to see it. I just worry about what I think the inevitability is. Mm-hmm. And assuming China does become worldwide superpower times ten, and now every country is like dependent upon them for the survival of themselves, their corporations, and GDP related items because they're like, hey, we need your components for everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to be the country that was like, hey, China, cool. So happy that you are developing. Let's work on increasing prosperity between our nations. What can we do to aid you? Because China hasn't been running around trying to start any wars yeah. that I know of over my lifetime currently. I haven't seen them send troops anywhere to, like, especially to attack us, right? Yeah. We, it's always been like lean on diplomacy from USA. Like, the, like we put our weight on them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we're worried about them doing it to us later on. Yeah. But let's assume that does happen. Who's China's favor going to go towards? The the nations that sent them tea crumpets and you know celebrated with them, or the nations that tried to hold them back the whole time? Yeah. Like so, which side of that fence, I guess, do you want to be on? If it's an inevitability. Yeah. Right. And so that's that's where I worry. Is like, well, I don't think our foreign politics are going to be appreciated very much if we're tariffing them and we're continuing to try to be a pain in their ass. Now we're not blatantly holding them back spitting or disrespecting them as a nation, but we are making certain things complicated for them because of fear of growth Mm -hmm. from their nation Mm -hmm. and how that would affect or in turn remove power from us. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, there's many ways to skin that cat. But the thing that I worry about is like, Oh, oh, I remember you USA. You know what I mean? Exactly. But uh, I mean, what's your overall feeling about this? Do you think this is a smart move? To tear China for, to, for, for just, well, let's keep it within games, right? Like, the consoles. Okay. If I'm just looking at games and looking at the life cycle that I know on a macro level, or excuse me, on a micro level, because we're taking a subset of all industry, we're just talking about games. Uh, it does not help the game industry whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Those corporations are not excited to sell an expensive product more expensive. Like even without the tariffs for the last 10, 15 years, consumers complain about price points, yeah. right? The sales of consoles don't really start to take off. Until the console has reached the point where the saturation of products produced versus products sold brings down that cost, right? When the PlayStation starts to hit the two ninety nine, the one ninety nine Christmas time, that's when you really start seeing people invest in because that initial like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars is hard to chew on. Yeah. But the like two forty nine ninety nine Xbox One right now, I bet you is selling way more than the four ninety nine Xbox when it originally came out. Right. So they're already having pricing difficulties. You know what I mean? The last thing they want to do is try to find a way to add debt economics to their business model and say, we got to make the customer pay for this. We got to make the customer pay $700 now. Mm-hmm. I think all that we're going to see out of this is um, not avoidance, but abandonment of console mm-hmm. and a further push towards, well, you know what? All these other people making devices 
are making them capable of running you know decent looking games at 60 frames a second mm -hmm. if we're a video game company and we want to sell entertainment and experiences mm -hmm. the console used to be the gatekeeper to those things that may not be the case anymore let's explore like sony or like stadia is doing yeah. see if we can just give the accessibility some other way and still provide the gaming experiences then we avoid selling 500 dollars consoles altogether maybe we can save that money Maybe we can invest in more games or more studios and not have to pay for consoles whatsoever. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, man. Like, obviously, if we're continuously having to buy consoles is going to hurt us mm -hmm. because they're already selling at a loss and uh, it's going to force them to think alternatives. I mean, they're not going to go that far. They're probably just going to outsource to Indonesia or whatever just to avoid the China route. Mm -hmm. Um, if they have to, right? But they're still fighting this to see if there's like most likely going to be a compromise. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far this will go. Um, we'll see. Yes, but I mean, it, it supports what we've been thinking about the console business for a long time. It's fastly being outdated, mm -hmm. and Stadia is one of the first steps to kind of uh, focus on the software. Xbox mm -hmm. is already acknowledging themselves. You know, they're focusing on Game Pass. I mean, I, this is a transitional period. That's the only reason why they're coming up with the next box. Uh, PlayStation, obviously... <laughs> Is the leader in the console business, so they're going to continue that. Obviously, why fix something you know mm. it's not broken? And Nintendo found a niche with the handheld market. They've always been dominated yeah. in that, and they've combined their console with handheld business. And uh, there's every reason for them to continue the console. But uh, if if push comes to shove, right? I, I have. No problem thinking that they're going to come up with an alternate solution that's sure. going to make sense to them and, and for consumers. So for me, it, this isn't such a big hit mm. uh, as it, it, they're making it out to be. They want to avoid it because they, they already have plans in the next five, ten years mm. to keep the gravy train going, right? They don't want any upset. Uh, and, you know, they're banding together. You know, they have the same message. But, um, you know, sure. this is just... Um, corporations kind of having no allegiance to mm. any country and they don't want to uh they don't care right it's kind of like war where you're where where arms steel kind of sells to both sides right mm. they have no no dog in this fight to any country so they don't care about that um, for right now though they're kind of like of course on china's side because mm. all their operations are over there but yeah. this is where china's so smart they planned for this yeah i mean they have uh, steps one through ten of when U.S. starts to smarten up about this and how this will like kind of destabilize a country mm. by exporting all their technology basically to us uh, when they finally decide to do something. It'll be too late, yeah. but uh, we we have steps in place to you know we have corporations in our pockets mm. to fight for it. We don't have China has not said anything. Yeah. Uh, that is making newsworthy, right? It's all these console guys kind of standing up for them. And the effect, I think, I don't know what the consensus is right now mm -hmm. on the consumer side. Obviously, we haven't talked to anyone about this. This is just really off the press. Yeah. But even when I'm reading the uh, the articles on it, it doesn't seem like it's leaning too much either or it's just covering the fact that sony microsoft and nintendo doesn't like this yeah oh of course yeah the, i mean as a corporation their job of protecting the black and protecting the shareholders interests obviously that's the first step they would take is to lobby against um i guess where my where my crystal ball 
you know, theory crafting is happening is it's more like I already thought it was we're towards the end of consoles as a thing anyway, right? To now see the government <clears throat> trying to step in and levy tariffs in this way. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm getting a little sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know where that buck stops because will there be another target after China? Because if we like move to Indonesia, now is Indonesia going to be like, oh no, we can't have them making competitive uh, products. China is a but, very... No, no, but, me, yeah, but I know what you mean, right? So but, yeah. I can't trust that I have control over who and when it, the taxing is going to happen, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like I don't know if I'm going to see an Xbox 6 and I don't know if I'm going to see a PlayStation 6 in general. Mm-hmm. So I know 100,000% that the companies responsible for bringing us these consoles are already at least three to four years into the development or to their to their lateral plan. Yeah, Lateral plan meaning if we had to abandon consoles, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? What are we going to roll out? Yeah. Those R&D departments are hard at work already. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's, let's go over to uh, our Twitch section. If you guys have opinions, go ahead and, and voice them. We will read them because we are very open to discussing yeah. this. Obviously, Larry and I have our very uh, funneled uh, perspective our on opinions, things. Our viewpoints. Our viewpoints, right? But we welcome anybody to, to talk. So, Echi Tubby, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, he mentioned China has a workforce willing to suffer and make less for the greater good of their government, in quotes, right? American workforce feels like they're old for uh, everything. Second, they spin off their, their couch. They what off their couch? The second they get off their couch, they oh. feel like they're being old something, right? <laughs> it is a sentiment that is yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, there's a, that's a, this is a classic East versus West yeah. attitude about, um, you know, China... Uh, it's all about like for the greater good of everyone. Well, they have when, to be. They have to be. Which right? is the like you go against the government, right? Like, yes, it's, it's different they're very nationalistic. Yeah, and it's been like that for centuries, yeah. right? Not just the last fifty years. That's how American. It is. I mean, the cap- we have a capitalistic competitiveness mm. among everybody, and uh, everybody's always trying to climb the ladder, mm. and so that of course. Uh, it's me versus you attitude, mm. and yes, uh, it's. I think it'll be a lot harder for Americans kind of stand together uh, to look ten years down the line when, obviously, they look around their situation and it's not as good as they think it should be. Right? Mm. Uh, I think that's a very uh, global, general attitude about Americans. And there's a lot of intricacies at play here with why we see attitudes the way that they are, yeah. and like why we as a country may not come together as easy as China as a country. But I'm going to generalize here and say when I think of China as a country and I think of all the groups that make up China, I would say China is 99.8% Chinese. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas America, I would say you start to say like it's very 28% diverse. white or, yeah. you know, 31% Hispanic and then like 11% African American. You say 28% white. They're but, already upset. But you, but you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like there's you, a lot of different These demographics cultures. are way different. Yeah. And we're already seeing empathy issues. We're like, oh, man, this person got shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Well, what did they do to deserve it? Right? Yeah, like, yeah, these yeah, are the, yeah, yeah. This is the conversations that Americans are having with exactly. each other. I'm assuming that's not the same case in China. I can see their country as a nation easier to band together because, one, they're all related. It's still generalizing. But, two... The way that their government structured is you get told what to do quite often. Yeah. And the penalties there for going against your government way different than yeah, the penalties I here. I mean, you got to factor into the brainwashing yeah. game over there. It's, it's really huge, right? Yeah. I mean, if, the, the, the anti-government sentiment is non-existent, mm-hmm. I think, in a large part over there because, you know, China is killing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing well. It's hard to argue that the choices they've made – 
as a country is working against them, but they've been flourishing with their economy, technology, everything mm-hmm. over there. I mean, they're going to space, for God's yeah. sake. I mean, everything has been working, so it's hard to kind of take their word and be like, you're bullshitting me. As in, in the U.S., you see all these problems yeah. and, and jobs being exported and people are just having a tough time getting through everyday life. Uh, it's very easy to kind of point at the government as what's going on. Yeah. And then you look within the government, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, where's my tax money going? And mm. there's just so much that attitude go, stems from the streets to the White House, right? Mm. Like everybody's just in it for themselves. Mm. And government is supposed to represent the greater good. But, you know, if we're just staying within the technology front, Net neutrality was a clear indication of like fuck you guys. Yeah. You know, this is not a public opinion. This is because we want to be Money. able to to tax extra gigabytes and your home internet that used to be free for all, right? Yeah. I got I got I got fucking I got you know, we're streaming a lot more now, right? And and my home internet and the, uh, it it tells me like, "Oh, you're at 85% internet uses so after you get a certain sick uh, uh we'll we'll add 50 gigabytes for ten dollars like what the fuck mm-hmm. like i've never never in my life thought i would see that day where i'm being charged extra gigabytes uh for internet that i'm so accustomed to and i'm the cheapest motherfucker out there when it comes to paying extra when it used to be free right so um these are the type of things that i i i see when it comes to like american sentiment towards yeah for the greater good, it's it's just, you know, from the bottom to the top, everybody and everywhere have been telling you in your life that capitalism, it's capitalism man. be competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the government, the politician that's supposed to protect you, he's in it because he's winning it. And uh, if you have something to say, do something about it. I mean, that is the cool thing that we have the freedom to yeah. kind of stand up and oppose. But we're what do you call it. It's not steep, deep step where um, um, how, when you someone's watered down, where like so it's been cut. It's been the I know what you're trying to say so th- that you're so it's um, on the tongue. Okay, it's so like 1984 shit, right? So yeah, you're like desensitized. I guess when you're so it's you've something along the, those the purity lines. is lessened. Yes. Okay, so it's not like a hundred percent grade. Yeah, like, like you're stepped on. You're not like a hundred percent yourself now, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's. Uh, the, you've been desensitized to a point where, as a person, you don't know where you stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have the ability to make the calls that you would if you had a full education on mm-hmm. everything that's happening around you. So this part plays a part in all the exports we're doing. You know, uh, I have no idea how to put an iPhone together. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure I can YouTube it and everything, but it's so far removed from my d- everyday life. I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's idiocracy, right? It's 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 it's. I feel like as a nation, we're getting dumber on yeah. the uh, essential parts of of the future, mm-hmm. the techni- technology front. Although we have like the best companies in the world, can we keep saying that ten years down the line? No. Are we going to have Google, Tesla, and, and Facebook that is American grown? Ten years down the line, are we going to con- still continue to be the dominant force of that? I say the best barometer for that is look at where they recruit talent now. Uh, look at look at their leadership positions and just see if they're domestic or not. Yeah, um, and that's not to be like racial or discriminatory. I just literally mean like see where the talent was acquired from. Mm-hmm. That could be a, a telling source of where talent is being produced. You know what I mean? 
Uh, are we domestically hiring leaders or are we like, hey, here we've brought in, you know, Sanjay yeah. because he's qualified. He's excellent. Like no disrespect to Sanjay. Yeah. But that to me is like a barometer of like, oh, wow. Like, did we have an alternate version or a competitive version that was, you know, domestically produced? If the answer is no, then look at that. If mm -hmm. the answer is yes, then okay, cool. Like, mm -hmm. we're still in the game. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. And, uh, I mean, I think that's part of the danger that everyone's kind of worried about. And, dude, I, I am, like, the dumbest person when it comes to politics because I pay no attention to it. Mm -hmm. I think it just feels like it's the same people on both sides yeah. just talking about the same thing. But for me, when it comes to this type of stuff, trying to get ahead of what's I'm seeing as an industry and I've experienced, you know, I work with outsourcing teams yeah. within the game industry. And yes, most of them are Chinese. So uh, I've had my experience with them and I've seen a person right next to me doing the same job I've done, but like cents on the dollar, right? Mm -hmm. 15 cents to the dollar. And it's literally like that. And it's like a, a clear eye opener of why do they need me yeah. to keep being paid at this level? The only difference is I speak English better than this guy, mm -hmm. but we look the same, <laughs> yeah. but like, that's the, that's the reality. And that to me is a physical manifestation of what everyone's worried about, yeah. um, being outsourced and not being competitive. Well, if we're a capitalist country, you know, keep it, competitive within our country you know yeah. what i mean uh don't just go for the cheapest way to do things uh just so that you, you you're a step ahead a little a little on the other company and it's like look at ourselves as a, americans let's and, and try to help our, I, each other out you and know? i think that's our biggest problem that i think our current government is probably just fine with yeah is that because of the way that you know we're all kind of disenfranchised because of the way that we are bickering and fighting on any sort of polarized issue, like having marches where we beat the crap out of each other because yeah. one side is neo-Nazi and the other side is obviously not neo-Nazi yeah. or, you know, or racial clashes or like all of these reasons why people are willing to trade blows with other American citizens is the biggest thing to overcome if there's ever going to be a point in time in our history anymore mm -hmm. where we are like, hey, we as the people are all going to suffer from X, so let's fight against X. Yeah, but you're an N-word, so yeah. me first. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's corporations, like, looking at us unionizing, they know that that is working in their favor. The uh, Governments being overthrown know that us unable to, like, see eye to eye and respect each other as a nation of individuals is why there's no fear that they will ever be uninstalled or canceled, mm -hmm. as the kids say these years. So, No, I, I think there's a bigger issue at hand here. And uh, I think anybody is a game right now. Don't look at it as, a, as just like I'm going to be spending how much more to mm. buy a console. Mm. If you're American, especially, you got to really look at the bigger picture here yeah. and look beyond of just why Sony and Microsoft yeah. is actually on your side. It's not true, man. These are corporations and we forget that. And we are a billion plus industry. Everybody wants a piece of this. Mm. For the government to finally take notice and be like, holy crap, how many of these consoles, yeah. how many games get sold? We're making a mark everywhere now. Mm -hmm. Everybody from the movies, from the game sectors, of course, and anybody uh, outside of the our game industry, like the enterprise industries, are... It's great. They're finally paying respect to us. We used to be teased. Yeah. Uh, 
by everyone but now everyone's respecting us but to what end right like we need to really be careful about these stuff because it will affect us you think if china completely controls everything that we're gonna be kosher right you're not gonna enjoy console when china tells you and be communist within your country and stuff there's like there's bigger things but than just playing games so to me that represents a lot of that well what i can say is uh if you're interested in studying more or being able to better predict how these things may play out just you know take some time to study macroeconomics maybe watch a couple of youtube videos yeah. to just get your mind thinking down that path and seeing how the tail end of the dominoes start to fall mm -hmm. you know so that's that's the way i kind of piece things together myself is like studying macroeconomics so all right i mean right, that guys. concludes our hour thank you for joining us and larry's gonna see us out yeah man so you know when you go to the barbershop they cut your hair you put your hat back on i think i said that before but consider yourselves recapped